The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. I am joined by Sarah Normando, counselor for the Arm of St. Anne and rec coordinator for the town of St. Anne. Sarah, I understand you've had a rough couple of weeks recently. Yeah, we have actually. We were uh, diagnosed with COVID on, well, I guess last week, Friday was when I got my results. And but you... my symptoms started the Sunday before. Okay. And when you say we, who are you talking about? Me and my husband and actually my mother-in-law as well, his mom. Oh, yikes. Now, I just get it out of the way because I know people are going to be asking, you had been following the rules, right? You've been trying your best? Absolutely. Yeah, I've, uh, I think regardless of where my thoughts are, I've, I've been absolutely respectful and doing all the things and trying to keep our circles super tight and uh, the kids have been going to school, we've been going to work, and we've been uh, just getting the essentials, and that's about it, and coming home. So a couple of Sundays ago, started getting some symptoms. Tell me a little bit about that process. What have you been feeling this whole time? Uh, you know what? It was it was a really strange, heavy feeling in my head. Like, my head felt like it was about 10 pounds, and uh, it was really heavy, and in behind my eyes, every time I'd move them, I would get, like, a searing pain behind my eyes. I know the symptoms vary in different people. Those were mine. Um just a really weird, odd headache and dizziness and uh, no taste, no smell. Uh, yeah, never had a sore throat or anything like that. Never even really started a cough. Uh, it was just uh, different symptoms for me. But it really did put you out of commission for a while now, hey? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i not somebody who naps. I'm someone who's known to have a lot of energy. And uh, I've been sleeping. Well, now I'm fine. But last week we slept nonstop. Like we just slept our days away pretty much. What does quarantine look like? Obviously, you and your husband both have it. What does that look like for you guys? It's funny because we don't even have internet right now. So there is no Netflix. There is no nothing like that for us. Uh, We're back to satellite and just kind of keeping busy with board games and having fun with the kids and stuff. Uh, You know, quarantine is interesting if you're uh, not having to take care of any other humans. But when you have three uh, little humans at home trying to keep your distance from them, plus, you know, keep them alive, (laughs) is uh, interesting. We, we still had to make meals. We still had to keep them busy. We still had to make sure that we were being parents. So it was it was challenging on top of challenging for sure, but uh, we know we're not the only ones. Yeah, of course. We, we have heard stories of people self-isolating from their children, but with both parents with COVID, could you possibly do that? Obviously, we, we uh, tried to keep our distance, and when we were watching movies, we'd try to you know, keep as much distance as we could. We we didn't hug our kids. We didn't love on our kids like we normally would. Uh, that was kind of tough, but we uh, we explained to them and they understand. And they were a little bit, you know, kids are scared, so they they uh, they were really respectful and in making sure they kept their distance. But I think you know what? It also gave the kids a chance to see that you know this thing is not as scary as they may have thought it would have been. You know, kids think COVID and they think that um, you know <laughs> mom's gonna die or dad's gonna die or it's the worst thing in the world and uh, it, it was good for them to see us, you know, get really hit hard, but that was it. And now we're we're both recovered, and we're on day 11 now. So uh, my mother-in-law, unfortunately, is uh, not seeing signs of improvement. She's having a hard time breathing. So we're just all, you know, at this point, praying that she gets better. Well, it's kind of odd because your kids kind of have, you know, they, they take it more seriously and kind of less seriously all at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. And you know what, they're... they're Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? They're there. We decided actually we kept the kids home. Obviously, we had to. They had to isolate as well. Uh, And now we are faced with the decision of uh, doing uh, remote learning options from home. I think until after Christmas is kind of where we're going with it and and what we've decided. We just we just kind of realize, you know, when they go to school, they're, you know, 
they have 20 kids in each class are essentially being exposed to 60 different families. So for us, we just that realization was huge and uh, we're willing to, you know, do the distant learning thing and help them where we can and uh, they're supportive in it as well. So it looks like that's what we're probably going to do. Sarah, you're already involved in so many things. How, how can you add homeschooling to that list? Yeah, I know, right? It's, uh, and French homeschooling nonetheless. I'm not French, so Google Translate will be my best friend once the internet is back on over here. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it is what it is. You just, you just gotta do what you gotta do. And you know what? We, we did it in spring and we can do it again. And the only downfall now is that, you know, the weather, well, the weather's really nice actually, but it is going to get colder. So it's not like you have a nice weather to look forward to going outside with or anything. So being a counselor for the arm of St. Anne and having had COVID yourself, what's the message to residents? The message is don't fight it. Stay home. Try to keep your circles as tight as you possibly can. And regardless of what your personal thoughts are on, on all of this, uh, just, just be respectful and think of other people because COVID is a real thing. It's hit us. Uh, it's worse than a flu and we're pretty strong and, and we were healthy and, and, you know, I felt like I got hit by a bus. So just try to keep shopping to the essentials and, and keep your family safe and hopefully we can get these numbers down. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, with a lot of anger going on in the community, people fighting the system, etc. It's better if we don't fight each other in the process. Oh, 100%. It's, you know what, and I, I get it, you know, you try to think of where these people are coming from. And I'm, I'm someone who likes to look at all sides of things. But, you know, your perspective changes when you uh, when you get hit with it yourself. And, and, and I was doing all the things before anyways, I was wearing the masks and I was being careful. And I have no idea where I got it from. But the public health nurse did tell us on the phone that at this point, it is all community transmission, which is a scary thing. So they are no longer asking questions about whether you have been in contact with somebody who has been out of the province or traveling, because I cannot trace it. Like, I don't know where I got it from, because yeah. we were literally so careful. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, chatting, Sarah, and thank you for giving us your perspective. Thank you very much. <laughs>